Hello everyone and Happy New Year's Eve. Today is December 31st, 2022. And as this is episode 10 of the podcast, I'm going to do a little something different. I know the podcast that we typically cover very heavy topics and I just want to make this more of a conversation. So I opened up the questions on Instagram and thank you all to all of you who submitted questions and to everyone who voted on which questions that you wanted to hear. Growing up in a cult complicates everything. The truth matters. The truth sets us free. You're listening to Out of the Shadows with Mary Murphy. Hello, hello everyone and welcome to episode 10. This is going to be the December 2022 wrap-up question and answer time. Um, so it's going to be a lot less structured and I'm just going to read your questions and think of it as we're sitting in a coffee shop and just chatting. So first question, I am a little nervous, <laughs> but that's okay. First question, have you reached out to the Duggar girls in the last year? This question came from Ree from Canada. Thank you, Ree. And yes, I have reached out to the Duggar girls. Specifically, I, I believe I reached out after the sentencing for Josh came down last December. I reached out to Joanna and Ginger and, and of course, Jill, I've been in contact with Jill for a couple of years, at least. Um, I don't remember if I reached out to Jessa last year. I don't remember, but yes, I have reached out to at least three. Next question. Do you have a relationship with any of the adult Duggar children? Yes, I do. So I've been back in contact with Jill for at least a couple of years, maybe two and a half years. Now, I reached out to her after she and Derek posted the on YouTube and publicly, you know, stated that there was a rift between them and Jabob and Michelle. And after they shared a little bit more about that publicly, I reached out to them and it was just so sweet to be quickly reunited and to chat on the phone and we've seen each other since then and... I just, I sobbed so much because I just have prayed and waited and cheered for all of them to be, to be free. And so watching um, Jill and Derek move, move that direction and take significant steps. And I'm just so proud of them, but I'm, I'm just so grateful to be back in touch. I also am in contact with Ginger. And this came more recently and um, it just was really great to reconnect with her and we, we hope to see each other whenever we're in the same proximity geographically. So it's, it's been really sweet. And let's see, the others, I would say that I ended up actually also buying a car from, I'm trying to remember, I think it was... 
want to say it was Jedediah, but I'm not sure. I can't remember for sure. Anyway, I bought a car from the younger Duggar men in May of 2018. I bought a car from the younger Duggar men. And so I interacted with a few of them then and really positive interactions. And actually, Josiah was one of them. And I, I knew Josiah really well back when I babysat for them was around a lot, you know, a couple, you know, <laughs> quite a while ago. And so it was really good to reconnect with him. And he actually invited me to his wedding, which was really sweet. And it meant a lot to me. <laughs> and I didn't say this to him at the moment, but I was like, oh my gosh, if you're, when your parents find out you invited me, they're not going to be happy. Um, I did not go though, because I was actually moving out of state, but it, it meant a lot to me that he invited me. And it was really good to just have a few moments to connect with him. I've seen, so I haven't, those are the extent of the interactions I've had. Oh, well, no, there's one more. The year I lived back in Arkansas, I, the church I attended, it turned out that it was where Ben and Jessa also attended. So that was a big surprise to me. And I was also really glad to see them branching out and forming other connections and having other receiving other input we would run into each other you know at church chat briefly in those times we never got together like just us or anything but that's yeah so those are the extent of the interactions i've had recently and um, they're all super precious to me like I've said before, my they're like younger siblings to me, and I really care about them deeply, and um, I'm cheering for all of them to, to feel the weight lifted off their shoulders to be able to breathe. <laughs> and I'm smiling right now, in case you can't tell. All right, next question... Do you have many childhood friends who have also escaped from IBLP? And that's a great question too. The it's kind of complicated, and I would say that the range of the range varies greatly from those who I thought escaped a long time ago and who left IBLP in name and did not leave many of the beliefs and practices behind to those who have escaped IBLP and have landed in all a myriad of belief systems all the way from atheist, agnostic, Buddhist, to other forms of still very conservative beliefs or evangelical beliefs. So I do have some, some that have escaped and some that, and then of course many that have not. However, there are, um, there are thousands who have escaped um, and it's been really good to reconnect with them. And, you know, there's some support groups that have been very helpful to me in the last 
14 years <laughs> and I'm, yeah, really wonderful people. And on that note, I definitely recommend checking out the Recovering Grace website. It was started by several ex-ATI students who came through the, the homeschool ATI program and took it upon themselves to stand up and, and to search through and to search for truth and to recover grace and to take back what that means and to really establish what grace means in a more authentic manner than that in which we were raised. So I definitely recommend that website. There's a lot of information, whether you are in IVLP and ATI and searching and asking questions, or if you're trying to educate yourself about what this cult is and the history, there's a lot of really great information. I highly recommend it. All right, next question. Um, how do you handle being shunned? That's a tough question. The It's very, very painful to be shunned. It's, it's like being wiped out, like being wiped off the face of the earth in many ways. And it's made me feel like I don't matter at all as a human, as a person. And so I would say the... <laughs> It's kind of evolved, right? At first, maybe I felt panic because there's so much stigma and shame with being shunned that to be shunned, it's I mean, the whole world like drops out from under you. The, everything crashes to the ground. And I'm just trying to, you know, stop it from falling or try to repair something or keep something from falling. Um, it's really hard. It's really hard. And I think some time and distance, physical distance, moving 1800 miles away helped me a lot. Um, I, I kind of liken how I handle being shunned now to the way I handle, um, receiving the silent treatment. I think both are very insidious and abusive and such ugly ways to treat other humans. Even though people may choose to give me the silent treatment or to shun me, I still endeavor to, if I run into them, you know, in, my, in the last episode, in episode nine, I talked about running into a number of people who are not supportive and who have been very vocal um, against me speaking out and very vocal in support of my bio parents. And so like in interacting with them or in considering running into them, when I, when I went back to church there in my childhood church, I, I looked at it as they may not want to talk to me, but there's no reason that I'm not going to talk to them. I'm going to be I'm going to be kind, I'm going to be professional, and I will say hello, and, you know, I don't, I'm not afraid of them, I won't be, 
intimidated, even though it was so hard and I did feel really intimidated then, but just to remind myself in the moment that, hey, Mary, you're not, you're not the little child that grew up here. You're not a little Anphilis. Anphilis is the name I went by when I was a child up until about four and a half years ago when I changed my name to Mary. So I reminded myself that I, I wasn't a child anymore and they didn't have power and control over me. I'm an adult. I could walk away. I could drive away. And that helped a lot. Otherwise, in other ways about being shunned, like for example, some people asked me not to contact them anymore. And that was part of the shunning. If someone asked me not to contact them, then I feel like I'm going to respect that request and not contact them anymore. But if I saw them on the street, I would say hello. Yeah. So I will be curious to see if there's more questions you all have or, you know, because if we were sitting at a table in a coffee shop, this would be a two-way conversation. So I look forward to continuing the conversation and hearing um, what else this brings up for you all and what else, what other questions you might have. All right, next question. Um, are you safe now? I am safe right now. And it is, it is a continual effort to remain safe. I take a lot of safety precautions and likely always will, or at least for a number, you know, for a couple more decades, probably. I'm at peace with that, that this is just what I have to do to stay safe, to keep my child safe. There are a lot of people who are not happy that I'm speaking out. So I just have to do that in order to stay safe. So thank you so much for asking that. That means a lot to me. Um, it is it is really hard to have to take those safety precautions and to have to put a lot of time and energy and resources into making safety plans and carrying them out. It's, it's sometimes exhausting, but I am really grateful to be safe and to live in a place that's safe and to have that peace of mind. I'm so grateful. So the next question is, how do you do holidays now? Well, it varies on the, depending on the holiday and where we are geographically. We, sometimes we spend them with my sister. I have one sister, biological sister, with whom I'm very close. Sometimes we spend holidays with her. And sometimes we spend holidays with my bonus family. And I'll talk more about them sometime. Other times we spend time with our chosen family, which is comprised of really dear friends in many different places around the country and the world. And then sometimes it's me and my daughter. And so we are building our own traditions and having a lot of fun doing it. So maybe we will talk more about about our new traditions sometimes. One, one of the things we, we always do really big birthdays and usually we do a like a whole birthday month. And I know that sounds really big, but I just feel that life is worth celebrating and each human is worth celebrating. 
and sometimes one day is just not enough. So why not a whole month? And okay, I admit we celebrate half birthdays too. And also, um, I always at least, you know, wish myself a happy month of birthday when that day of day of the month, um, comes around and yeah, so we do, we do big birthdays and it's, it's a lot of fun. In fact, I still have, um, my daughter was born in December and so we still have streamers up from her birthday two years ago. And this is the longest I've ever seen streamers last ever. I mean, in the humidity of Arkansas, they would never last for two years. Um, but it's, it's really fun. And it just reminds us it was such an amazing birthday for her two years ago. And it's been fun to just see those every day and kind of this subconscious reminder to each, both of us every day that how loved she felt, how loved I felt as our friends gathered in a, in a really, really difficult time. Um, so it was, it was really beautiful. So anyway, we celebrate birthdays to the max. Um, and we, and we love holidays too. All right. Next question. Um, how do they justify disowning when that is totally opposite of the character of Jesus? That is a very good question. And I think that to answer this question, it's going to require a lot more than this episode um, can contain. It probably needs its own episode. Um, I will just, like the nutshell... Um, there are specific verses that they take out of the Bible. Um, there's teachings in IVLP specifically about, um, about this. And they're very, very harsh and very painful. So we will, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and move that question into its own episode and we'll go through the teachings and, and talk about it because it's a really important component. So thank you for bringing that up. And um, we will go over that in in the next year, in 2023. And then lastly, we're running a little short on time, so we're not going to be able to do all the questions in this one. Um, what is your goal for 2023? So my, I have two goals for 2023 and every year I try to, to really keep the goals to something that's, to things that are achievable and realistic. And, um, for one, one of the goals for 2023, I'm not in a place where I can share at this moment and when I am, I will share with you what, what it was, what it is, and how, or how it, um, came, came to be. So you can look for that later this year. I mean, later next year in 2023. And then my second goal for 2023 centers on, um, valuing myself more and, in really tangible ways and really taking really good care of myself. 
Um, as I've mentioned, I think several episodes ago, I was very ill. I felt very ill in the summer of 2022. And, um, it was really hard and I was very, very ill and it happened very suddenly and it really drove home the, the reality that every day is a gift and also I can't take care of anyone else or help anyone else unless I take care of myself first and that I am valuable and worth taking care of and then it's okay to make time for that and to invest in my own health so it's been it's been a transformative year 2022 has been a monumental transformative year in my life on so many levels And I definitely am still looking back on the year and processing all that's transpired. And I probably will have a lot to say about that someday. Um, but yeah, that, that's my, those are my two main goals for 2023. Have, I have other small goals. Um, but they center in those two, those two large ones. So thanks for having this chat with me. And I really look forward to hearing what your goals are for 2023. And also continuing the conversation from today with any other thoughts that you have or any other questions. I'm considering making, um, making one episode a month. That would be more of this question and answer time or maybe discussing things that have come up in the month that I don't want to do an entire episode on um, or things that you all want to hear of from that month kind of thing. So please let me know your thoughts if that's something that you'd be interested in. And if you have more questions, please send them to me. You can send them to me through Instagram or through my website out of the shadows with marymurphy.com. You can find me on Instagram at out of the shadows with Mary Murphy. Please subscribe and turn on notifications and um, drop me a comment or like this video if it's on YouTube. I really enjoy interacting with you all and hearing your stories and connecting. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me. Thanks for caring about truth. Hope you have a wonderful and safe New Year's. Happy 2023. Ciao.